Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Thursday. Another great day here in Indiana, enjoying this crisp fall weather. Just got done doing an awesome webinar for the Indiana Suicide Prevention Network. Got to introduce the upcoming documentary and movement that I am working on with my friend David Covington, Changing America's Soul on Suicide. Now, I was preparing for the talk this morning. Something popped up on my Facebook feed, it caught my attention because it plays directly into the urgency in which I talked today on the webinar with mental health professionals from across the state of Indiana. It was from Killen, Texas, about a suicide, another death at Fort Hood, a base that has had the highest number of soldier murders and sexual assaults of all Army installations. In the article... A mother talks about her son, Logan Costello. He was a football captain. He was class president. He always wanted a career in the military. Eventually, graduated high school, and his his dream came true. He enlisted. He began basic training at Fort Benning in Georgia. But he had to recycle to another unit after fracturing his hips. Then in June of 2019, he moved to Fort Hood in Killen, Texas. Just a few months after that move, her young son died by suicide. As she put it, I have no idea what happened between June and November. He left here happy, excited, hopeful. You know, as I read that in the article, and I'll continue with the article, as I read that, I I thought about one of the things I was talking about today on the webinar. How all of us have this secret life. You know, we have a public life, we have a private life, and we have a secret life. We got the public life that we show people, they see at school. Some of it's true, some of it's not true. Some of it's an act, some of it's not. They see the life we put on Facebook. Then there's the private life, the relationships with our family, our faith. And then there's the secret life. It's the things people don't see. As a friend of mine who's the state fire marshal, fire marshal in Michigan told me once, We've all got something we're never going to tell anybody else. We all have that secret life, and that is where things like suicide develop, which is why we have to be so proactive about it. We just can't wait. Suicide can't be something that happens to other people. It's something that we all have got to be involved in. Not only that, it's not just suicide. It's depression, shame, guilt, getting old and just not feeling fully human anymore we got to make it normal to talk about this stuff. we got to help people understand you're not alone. You don't have to keep it in secret. But unfortunately, Logan did. People might never know what it was. It might have been his injury. It might have been getting recycled. It might have been something that happened to him in those months that nobody knows about. It might have been something that he went through when he was a kid that he was running from, that he had a face as a soldier, and it triggered it. Who knows? Nobody really knows. 
But as I read through this article, I read some statements from the military, from the medical staff, the behavioral health staff there at Fort Hood. A spokesperson for the Army Medical Center's Department of Behavioral Health said, immediate action is taken to keep a patient safe whenever any soldier discloses suicidal ideation, self-directed violence, or preparatory behavior. Now, on the surface, that's not a bad statement. Somebody discloses, I'm thinking of killing myself, or they've hurt themselves. They immediately do something. There's one problem with that, though. That is a completely reactive statement. We're going to do something after we've seen that there's a problem. And at that point, if you're in the military, you're worried about the stigma of it. You're worried about a mark on your record. And not only that, it's life. You know, you you don't kill yourself typically because of something that just happened. Usually, you have many things in your life that over time have built up so much pain in you, emotionally or physically, that you feel like your only answer is suicide. A lot of times, there might be an event that sort of triggers it, but that event is just in a long line of events. As long as we're reactive to these things, nothing will change. And historically, the military is just reactive. It's reactive. But little has been done to actually change the culture. You're in an environment where people overall are trained to go kill other people. To act like your biggest challenge is going to be anything other than mental health is crazy because it is. And it don't matter if you're admin or motor T and you're never going to see a gun. Okay? Well, in today's warfare, you could be all of the above and get blown up. You got to act like from the beginning, everybody's being given the tool of resiliency of mental health and it's normal to talk about it. It's normal to talk about it. But it's not. And the culture hasn't been changed. And there's a lot of talk and no action. When are we going to learn our lesson? I think it's going to come when people like you and me start speaking up. Later down in this article from a recent interview with NBC News, this is the Secretary of the Army. Think about that. The Secretary of the Army. It's 2020. 9-11 was 19 years ago. We've been at war for 18 years, is what he says. We need to make people our number one priority instead of readiness. We have to make sure people are being taken care of, that we understand their challenges, we understand their ambitions, so they reach their potential, so that we can stem the tide of things like sexual harassment, assault, and suicide, and racial tension because that's tearing us apart. It's a huge challenge that we face in the country. Uh, what have you been doing the last 20 years? What have you been doing since Vietnam? What have you been doing since World War II? It's all talk. It's all talk. That is a meaningless statement. You know what the Secretary of the Army is going to do? Nothing. He's going to do what they've all done. They're going to talk about it. They're going to talk about it, and they're going to know they got a fresh batch of kids coming in every year, and that when someone retires, the VA can worry about them, some nonprofit can worry about them, and they're going to say what they need said so their buddies get elected, and nothing's going to change, and people are going to still keep putting bullets in their head. That's a fact. You know, last few podcasts I've been talking about, what are you going to do? You going to grab the mic? That statement, that meaningless statement from the Secretary of the Army could have been said verbatim by like the last five Secretaries of the Army. People's memories are short. 
thankfully, when it comes to this, mine isn't. I remember back 2009, 2010, Fort Campbell, Kentucky had a suicide a week. A week for almost three months. They had a stand out on the base. And everything, like I just read there, was being said. It's 10 years ago. Nothing changed. Command changes every couple years. People move on to other bases. They say, they're right. they say the right thing. They look the right way. They get promoted. People keep killing themselves. Sick of it. It's meaningless. Keith Hull, chief program officer for Stop Soldier Suicide. He said the military has tremendous behavioral health personnel on staff, but there's a movement to change the culture to help soldiers feel more comfortable asking for help and taking advantage of these resources. Really? There's a movement? Guess what? They told me there was a movement 10 years ago. They told me there was a movement 15 years ago. Heck, they told me there was a movement when I was in the Marines before that. Yet, all anyone ever told me to do was suck it up, and my CO told me that it was bullshit that I was going to kill myself when I was a baby. Speak up, folks. It's why I'm speaking up about other things. You know why I talk about family? It's because family's important. Okay? Now, there's lots of ways to have family. Not everybody's got a mom and a dad and kids, but guess what? That's the best way. If you don't like it, it's not a religious thing. It's an evolutionary thing. It's 5,000 years ago, you're in the wilderness. Who's going to survive? Is it the person out there by themselves rummaging in the woods for, like, grub worms and mushrooms? Or is it going to be the family banded together with other ones helping each other? That's a fact. If you don't like it, go hide. Now, that being said, what do families do? They take care of members of their families who are alone. What do communities do? They take care of people who, through no fault of their own, need help. People that are mentally ill. People that are physically disabled. Okay, just because you set an ideal doesn't mean it's realistic or possible for everybody, but you don't lower the ideal. A good friend of mine struggles with that. A good friend of mine struggled with mental illness. It's hurt her ability to have relationships. It's hurt her ability to live. Makes her feel like a label. Makes it feel like people can't understand her. But see, what I would suggest is this. When we have a strong community, when we remind ourselves of what is important, we are better able to take care of people. We are better able to love each other. We're better able to go to that person who's struggling and might seem alone and remind him, you know what, you're not alone. Just because you don't have a family doesn't mean you're alone. Doesn't mean you can't have relationships with people. Doesn't mean you can't feel love. Doesn't mean you can't have purpose and meaning. You can. But the framework of what is right is what's going to help you find that. We're so afraid to speak the truth, to hurt people's feelings. And what has it gotten us? It's gotten us more suicide, more loneliness, more people alone. Every single measure of mental health is worse. Now, of course, we always like to say, oh, people are happy. It's a good time to live. It is. You know, if your idea of playing Candy Crush on your phone is happiness, yeah, we got a lot of happy people. You know, if your idea of happiness is, is like legal marijuana, yeah, we got a lot of happy people. 
But if your idea of happiness is having a life where you feel fulfilled and filled with meaning and you got people that got your back, I don't know if we're there. And I'm sick of statements that are empty and nothing changes. Show me how you're changing the culture. Show me how you're recognizing that to join the military means you, you could be thrown into environments that are going to tax your mental health. And it's normal if it breaks you. It's normal if you have a hard time living with it. And we're going to treat it that way. And we're going to talk about it that way. And we're going to look out for our men and women. That it's normal that some people get broken in life. Some people are just dealt a bad hand. Some people are born with physical ailments, mental ailments. We're going to help them by bringing them into community, by loving them. We're going to invite that homeless veteran into church. We're going to befriend that single mother, and we're going to help her take care of her kids. And because we are strong, we're going to help her be stronger. We're going to help that single woman getting older, wondering what life's going to have for her. We're going to show her opportunity. We're going to love her. We're going to eat with her. We're going to go to church with her. We're going to make her part of our family. We're going to show her that love can come from a million different places in a million different directions, that every day is an opportunity to find meaning and purpose, no matter who you are or where you've been. But we're not going to get there not speaking the truth. We're not going to get there by not shining a light on what is the best of us and what we need to aspire to and what's really going on at army bases and in people's homes and in cities and in the country. So stuff it, Ryan McCarthy, Secretary of the Army. Your organization has done nothing to decrease the risk of soldier suicide. You've done a lot of talk. You haven't changed the culture. You haven't made it normal. Do that and put out a statement about what you did. Until that time, folks, fight. Keep fighting. Quit seeing it as the Army's problem or the VA's problem, because really it's our problem. We're not putting in enough pressure. I haven't done enough to put pressure on people like that. I need to do better. That's what I'm going to try to do. My anger, my words are empty if I'm not doing something to make a difference. That's my commitment. My wish for you today is you would make it yours. Look at something in the world that you want to change, that you want to improve, that you know could be better, and speak up. Grab the mic. Do something about it. Let's come together. Let's all of us together be a family, a family where we can really love people, help the homeless, embrace the lonely, lift up the single mother, encourage the lonely person. But it's going to take each one of us doing something because nothing else is going to work. So until next time, my friends, aim high. Spread your wings and speak the truth. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Peace.
You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on The Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.